Welcome to Impact Your Marketplace. I am Todd Alguire, and today we will be talking about the current state of the world and how this has a direct impact on our customers and our employees while simultaneously creating an amazing opportunity for a new and uncontested marketplace. You're listening to the Impact Your Marketplace podcast with Todd Alguire. And now, here's Todd. All right, everyone, let's jump right in and get started. I have to say, honestly, I love the title of this talk. Um, Every time that I say it, I feel like deep inside me, I want to use my movie voice. So I'm going to do it once for you. The current state of the world coming to theaters soon. Something like the uh, Avengers or uh, Aquaman single-handedly taking over the world. Well, today we may not be taking over the world with this talk, but I do feel this topic is super important. I feel that uh, if we take some time and really dive into it and you start implementing some of these things, it will have direct implications on the success of you as a leader and your business. So what do I mean by the current state of the world? In my last podcast, we spoke about teamwork, trust, and the work environments and how they're important, how they play on our feelings and our feelings are ultimately responsible for our behaviors. Well, what about the environment that the world's created? The messages that corporations are sending out through media, news, and marketing, things like that. How is this impacting us as leaders? And how is it impacting the behaviors of our employees and our customers? That's really what I'm after today. And I've done a lot of research on this topic, really dove into it and looked up a bunch of different things, spent a lot of time. And ultimately, I came down, I broke down into three terms what I feel will depict the current state of the world. So let me list those out for you. There's three. First one, fast pace. Second one, impulsive. And third one, dehumanized. I'm going to go into each of these in depth, one by one, just to explain them better and have you have a better understanding of what I'm talking about. So let's start with number one, and that's fast pace. It seems that everything that is marketed to us, right, is about going faster. And in my research, it basically boils down to this. The world plays on the fact that most, the most precious commodity on the face of this earth is time. I think we all would agree on that. Well, we never know how much time we actually have, and we can never get that time back that was passed. So we then build things, right? And we get marketed these things that are in the essence of saving time. So phones and apps and technology. Now, some of that is true, and there's always great potential of technology and new things that come out. But as a result, there's also side effects. And those side effects have left us as an impatient, very distracted people with this constant want for instant gratification. And I truly feel that's from a fast-paced world. I'll give an example of the fast-paced world, just a personal example. I recently was doing a group exercise class and I go to different gyms all around depending on where my day starts. And honestly, I interact with a lot of different coaches. And I honestly don't see a lot of value in the coaches because it doesn't matter which coach that you have, right? Across the nation, we're all doing the same exercise. However, in this fast-paced world, I did have a coach recently that actually took me aback a little bit. He followed me out after class and stopped me before I got in the car. And he simply asked this. He said, excuse me, was there anything from class that you saw that I could do better? Now, again, he might have his purposes for going about asking me that question and seeking me out, 
But he took the time, he did something different, and he made me ultimately feel special. And honestly, it impressed me that he actually took the time because the next class was going and they kind of motor through and they have classes right after another. And he had another class coming, but he took that time, right? He changed the the norm, right? The status quo of this fast-paced world. And honestly, as a customer, what I expected, I was happy with the service because I went in, I did what I had to do, and I was on my way out. But he changed it. He changed it for me. And honestly, to this day, I would rather go to his class now than any other, just being completely honest. So, um, you know, just a, just a little example of how a fast-paced world can affect us and the opportunity that we have. Number two, let's talk about impulsive. My definition is this, because the information is at our fingertips, we as a people are making snap decisions on far less information. It's minimal information. It's five stars or a review or maybe even just a simple Google search and the first thing that pops up. We often choose convenience over quality is what I found. And as a result, customers don't stick because the impulsive decisions seem nice at first, but ultimately we run into a roadblock because we choose off of convenience, not actual quality, and we never feel trusted or we never feel established or we never felt value in our experience wherever we chose off that quick impulsive decision. And they quickly go elsewhere, right? Customers quickly go elsewhere when, this, when that roadblock happens. So business owners often come to me then and complain that there's no loyalty left in the marketplace. Well, I strongly believe that the impulsive nature of our world is the root of that problem. Now let's talk about number three, dehumanized. It is as if people are being taken out of the equation. In an effort to go faster, to play off the impulsive nature of society, we witness this every day. When's the last time you spoke to a bank teller? It's probably been a while. Maybe the last time you ordered your Big Mac, you did it through a kiosk instead of a person. Or when's the last time you went to a grocery store? I love this example. Did you go through self-checkout line? How many people did you actually interact with? Or did maybe you did curbside, right? Or, or heck, maybe you actually didn't even leave the house because you fired up your smart device. And yes, those are air quotes around smart and um, ordered your groceries online and had it uh, delivered to your doorstep via drone. In all of these things that I'm talking about, I just want you to understand that the world is impacting you. They are conditioning your employees and your customers. They're basically creating a new normal. Are your employees rushing through the day in a fast-paced manner? Do they miss opportunities to connect with coworkers and customers? Are your customers, are they a distracted, impulsive people? Maybe downloading apps to save time? but never have enough time to actually be present in the moment. As leaders, are you aware? And what are you doing to capitalize on this? Oh yes, I don't go Debbie Downer on me. I said capitalize. I said capitalize because I think this gives a huge opportunity in your marketplace. And here's why. An ultimate truth is this. God created us to be in relationships with one another. I feel that we are relational, created beings. The ultimate experience of a human being is to have a relationship with another human being and feel valued. Let me say it again. The most gratifying experience as a human being is to have a true relationship where trust and vulnerability and those feelings come present. And then you feel valued by that other person. There's nothing more gratifying than that. 
So you just simply look at our customers. What do customers want? Customers want to feel special, just like I felt special after my gym experience. What do employees want? They want appreciation, recognition, encouragement. Ladies and gentlemen, these are all relational terms. So while the whole world and their values may be shifting away from this value, I feel if you're an intentional leader, you can stand out in your marketplace like a light in the darkness. If you slow down, focus on people in this fast-paced, impersonable world, customers will notice. Something is different. And once that happens, you will have the opportunity to make a true connection with them. And that could be the difference between a one-time customer and a lifelong customer. I want to give you a personal example, again, of an organization that my family, my entire family and I had the opportunity to interact with. This company, to me, clearly understands the current state of the world and has gone to great lengths to stand out and offer a different experience. For example, their leadership says this, simply maintaining expectations, doing just what is expected of you is a great way to not get remembered. That is so true. And I hope you take that into your marketplace and lead with that leadership skill. The company that I'm talking about is Disney. I took my three children, seven, five, and one, ladies and gentlemen, and I had to convince the missus. Let's just say pushing a stroller for 15 miles, standing in line, and maybe eating the occasional churro did not sound like a wonderful family vacation to her. Well, I am happy to say, that on the plane ride home, my wife turned to me and actually said, all right, all right, I get it. Like, I actually caught the Disney magic. I understand now. And it's funny, right? Because you think you're paying for an overpriced ticket, a room and a meal plan. But once you get back from that experience of Disney, that's all you can talk about is the experience. The price is what you pay, but the value is what I got. It wasn't one thing that did it for my wife but the complete experience, right? And let me break that down for you. It's the fact that we did not have to touch our luggage from the moment we stepped off the plane, right? It was the fact that the stroller was waiting for us as we arrived at the Disney Resort. It's a thing called rider switchback that basically means Disney thought out the fact that there are young children and moms that usually get left behind and don't get to go on the rides. And how Disney cast member Gaston engaged my seven-year-old daughter way too long in conversation as she honestly tried to convince him that Belle, her favorite princess, was more interested in books and not biceps. This sort of things don't just happen. That cast member from Disney held his character and really owned it and made that experience for my daughter overwhelmingly awesome and ultimately made mom and dad super happy. Disney is clearly doing something intentional to cultivate meaningful relationships. Lee Cockrell, he ran Disney for 16 years, and he says this, great employees take care of the customer because they want to, not because they have to. Do you know that you have to take an 180-question evaluation even before you're considered, considered, ladies and gentlemen, to take an application or fill out an application for Disney? You don't have to go and look very far to see a Disney employee going beyond what is expected. As I dove more into Disney, I found out this that just blew my mind. It is 100% true and it happens a lot. It happens time and time again that the housekeepers and the bellmen often get invited to weddings from guests 
guys, these are the employees that may have the least amount of time to interact with the guests. But guess what? They're going above and beyond to find creative ways to connect with the customer, to make them feel special. Guests of Disney get so connected to staff that they form lifelong relationships. These are the relationships that we are after, that we want with our customers. And because of this, they often rearrange their visits to Disney to make sure that that guest or that housekeeper or that bellman will actually take care of them. This is amazing. Simply put, Disney gets it. In this fast-paced, impulsive, and dehumanized world, Disney puts the focus back on people. So my question is this, what are you going to do to go beyond what is expected? What will you do to put the focus back on people and cultivate meaningful relationships with your employees and your customers? The call to action is this, ladies and gentlemen, how are you going to create a culture that drips down to the very last employee on your team? Will you lead with a serve first mentality or will you simply go on autopilot and let the current state of the world dictate your moves. I truly appreciate the time spent with me today, and I hope you found this content valuable. These business principles are the necessity in the pursuit of excellence. You and your team have the potential to bless a lot of people for a long time. Please join me again next time as we continue to build on these foundations and truly impact your marketplace. If you have a question that you would like Todd to answer, or if you would like to take a deeper dive into the specifics of your business, email Todd at impactyourmarketplace at gmail.com.